You're listening to the Living for Synergy podcast. Hey friends, welcome. I'm your host, Kelsey Hargrove, psychotherapist, yoga instructor, and personal trainer. This podcast was created to help listeners increase their quality of life and overall well-being by emphasizing the intersection of mental and physical health. Please note that the information shared in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health provider. Stick around for mantra moments of guided meditation led by me, as well as curated conversation from influential men and women purpose to inspire you, to motivate you, and to nourish you to live for synergy. All right, you guys. Well, thank you for being here. Um, This is a pretty special episode, so I'm super excited to do this one. Um, This is going to be our love edition, but not only that, I am sitting here with my dear friend um, who is going to be joining me for this episode on the podcast. So um, not only will will we be meditating, but we'll also spend some time just kind of chatting a little bit about the time that we spend together in mindfulness, as well as some topics on love. So I'm sitting here again with my dear friend, Summer Loverette. Um, Summer is a graphic designer. She is an artist. And to me personally, not only is she a wonderful friend, but I typically consult with her about all things in the love arena. Um, So I felt that it would be um, pretty important or it was just really special for me to ask her to be the first guest on the podcast, but also the guest that's going to be joining me for the love edition. Um, So... Thank you, Summer, for being here and agreeing to be my first guest. Absolutely. I'm happy to be here. Hopefully drop some gems for everybody to adopt. Yes, I know. I know that you will, which is also why I'm like super excited. So (laughs) I hope you guys get something from this that you can take away. Um, But yeah, so we're going to go ahead and get started with our meditation. So I'll invite Summer to join me in a nice, comfortable position, Um, but also want to invite you guys at home or wherever you are to find your favorite shape in your body. In the same way that we kind of started our other ones, that favorite shape could be staying seated or lying down, standing, whatever feels really good for you. While we're here, just giving yourself an opportunity to notice what's happening around you. Noticing the space that you're in. Any sounds you hear. What the space smells like. The temperature. And with that same curiosity and level of awareness, maybe we take a moment to travel inwards. Just to see what we notice. Inviting you to soften your gaze or close your eyes here if you'd like. And for the next few moments, we'll just notice. Noticing how rich your inhales travel in through your nose 
and noticing the length in your exhale as your body releases them and lets them go. Taking a quick opportunity to scan the body, seeing if you notice any constriction or tightness. Allowing yourself to relax your shoulders down away from your ears. Releasing your palms. Softening the brow bone and the jawline. And allowing the sense of ease to wash across your face. All while welcoming your natural breath. Again, our inhales travel in. They're rich and they're full. They really fill up the being. See if you can track where your breath goes. And notice the length and the fluidity in your exhales as you let them go. Taking just as much time as you need, but maybe we guide one palm to the chest or over the heart. And guide our other palm right over the belly or the belly button. And noticing how the heart rises and the chest expands as we drink in this next in-breath. It's rich and it's full and it really fills up the being. Releasing those exhales slow and controlled and letting them go. Continuing to flow with the rhythm of your breath, but that hand placement is special. It serves as a reminder that we're here and we're present. But not only that, but that we're valuable. And our life is purposeful. Continuing to honor your breath. Again, those inhales travel in, and the body releases exhales. That gentle and that soft touch on the heart, again, is a reminder of personal value, self-importance, and self-love. Reminding yourself that you have the power to create peace, and ease within your system just by honoring your breath. And for that, you are love. For that, you are peace. Continuing to offer the body breath. Again, those inhales travel in rich and full and in through the nose, filling up the being. Pouring out open mouth exhales of self-love, self-importance, and personal value. Maybe from here, we send a little love and awareness to the self. Reminding ourselves of all of our personal wins and victories 
the things that we're proud of, the things that we love about self. Releasing the palms back down by our sides, but allowing the palms to face upwards this time. We're still curious and tracking and noticing the body. But this time we'll drink in those inhales again. They're rich and they're full. They really fill up the being. Pouring out an open mouth, exhale, sigh it out. And let it go. The palms relax down by our sides, facing upwards. Signify our ability to give love as well as our ability to receive love. We'll take a final cleansing breath together. Again, drinking in sweet inhales in through the nose, really filling up the being. Notice your heart rise and your chest expand. Pour out a cleansing breath, open mouth, side out. And let it go. Taking just as much time as you need. When you're ready, maybe we just begin to wiggle fingers and wiggle toes. And on your time, we'll flutter the eyes and blink them open, allowing the gaze to rest peacefully. All right, so um, one thing that I like to do when I'm meditating with folks um, or in a group is to spend some time kind of just talking about our experience. Um, one of the things or one of the you know purposes behind this podcast is not only to provide this resource for other people, but to talk about it in real time um, with those that I'm meditating with, because I think that that will kind of break some of the stigma around meditation and kind of some of the, I don't know, I always get people that, that seem like, do I have to sit Indian style and meditate or do I have to like clear my mind? I can't not think about things, but that's not really the point. And so I want to spend time kind of talking about it. So each week when I have folks on, you guys, um, we'll spend some time kind of chatting about the experience. So Summer, um, tell me a little bit about, well, when did you enjoy that? How was that for you? That was good. Um, some things I noticed right away was that I was very calm, which I've been pretty much all day kind of in a quiet space today mm-hmm. um not really being extra social and communicative communicative mm-hmm. um that I normally am um yeah. and no rhyme or reason just kind of you know just taking what I need for today and just going with how I feel yeah um being that how I feel how I woke up today felt good. Mm-hmm. I just kind of went and rolled with that. Didn't have to really make any adjustments. So yeah. 
Today's meditation was just extra good juju for me. (laughs) Yay! Um, But yeah, my mind definitely wandered Mm -hmm. a bit, which always happens to me in meditation. Um, And with guided meditation especially, it's very helpful to kind of get back to the intention of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think, yeah, it's pretty normal when you're meditating on your own without the guide to just kind of get lost in your thoughts. Yeah. 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 Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. So when you noticed yourself kind of um, thinking about other things, how did you bring yourself back? Um, your voice, um, just kind of always reiterating to breathe and how to breathe and moving our hand to our chest and our belly. Mm-hmm. Um, little things like that kept me less distracted yeah um but I guess in my normal practice it's just always breathing Mm -hmm. and starting with a focus on that Mm -hmm. um helps me to get back there um yeah nice okay um any other things that you notice from the practice or things that things that were hard things that you didn't like if anything, um, every now and then when I'm meditating, I do notice that when I'm exhaling, especially open mouth, I tend to like have a little hesitation or flutter Mm -hmm. when I'm exhaling, kind of like a resistance I have. Mm. Um, so Um, definitely that's something I need to work on Mm -hmm. and having more of that rhythm going. And I know that will help my mindset a lot during the meditation process. Yeah. Um, not quite sure why I have that restriction going on. Um, I haven't really placed a finger on that yet. Yeah. Um, Maybe I don't like the way it sounds. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's interesting. And that's really good insight, too, that you recognize, like, ooh, there's a little, like, restriction that's happening here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and even just your bravery of being, being able to say, like, maybe I don't like what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, which isn't abnormal, because you know, y'all, I caught somewhere <laughs> before this, like, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I want to release the podcast. <laughs> Um, but I think, you know, what you reminded me of and also just like the mindfulness process is that our only job is to notice without judgment. Um, and that's easier said than done, but, Mm -hmm. you know, noticing the breath without judging the breath, like, is it too fast or, you know, is it too slow or does it sound crazy? Yeah. So, yeah, I appreciate you sharing that too. Okay, well, on topic with our love episode and love edition, again, um, so I mentioned really wanting to bring Summer on because not only is she a really great friend, but she's typically one of the people that I consult with um, for like just my personal like love life and 
things of that nature. Um, and one of the reasons behind that is a, not only is again, like she's my friend, but she's married and, um, she's been with her husband for quite some time. Um, and she's been, you know, super vocal and kind of sharing, not like putting out their business, Mr. Bethay, if you're out there listening, (laughs) um, but just been pretty vocal and open about some of the like challenges of a of a millennial marriage and relationship um and then some of the really beautiful pieces to also look forward to so I really wanted to have you on for that um and you know I'm a firm believer when you want something in your life you surround yourself by those people and so I know that I am looking forward to being a wife one day and so you know surrounding myself with wives and you know seeking consultation from my friends that are in positions and places where I aspire to be. So, um, again, thank you for being here. Absolutely. Um, (laughs) so I guess one of my first questions is just about like self-love. Um, and you know, before being married, um, what self-love looked like for you? Um, and what was important going into your marriage as far as like just love for self? So before marriage, self-love was a little bit more um, materialistic. Mm -hmm. Um, Doing the pampering things, mani-pedi, getting facials regularly, um, going to the movies by myself. Um, I got really comfortable with being out by myself. Um, which my parents taught me at a young age. Um, and also just my siblings are much older than me, so I spent a lot of time in the house alone. Um, but um, just being comfortable in public alone, which I know a lot of people have a problem with, mm-hmm. um, that kind of stuff is what self-love looked like. It didn't really necessarily look like how it does now, mm-hmm. um, which is a lot more reflecting and conversation with myself and conversation with the right people to kind of stimulate where I want to be, um, you know, kind of eliminate those bad feelings that I'm having. Um, just a lot more of having the audacity to choose myself. Girl. Um, and you know, just being vulnerable constantly Mm -hmm. and getting really gooey with that Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. um I think that it was a prerequisite for marriage um in my opinion to just kind of have a sense of self before I you know went into marriage and you know committed to someone else um I am just an avid believer that I'm absolutely useless to people if I cannot do things for myself. Mm-hmm. And I use the word useless because um, it's a little bit of an aggressive word, but mm-hmm. it's definitely important to put that kind of strength on yourself and mm-hmm. having that priority. Yeah. Um, so I can't, you know, even just having basic conversations without attitude or emotions getting in the way or just having some biased opinion. Um, It takes a lot of work and self-care to get past 
the moment of an emotion yeah. and being able to pour into other people and yeah. be there for them in a way where your feelings don't get in the way of the advice that you're giving to them. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the difference of what it was like before marriage and what it's like now. Yeah. Yeah. I love how you talked about like different stages. Like obviously it looks really different from where self what your self love practice was beforehand, but I think that's an just an important thing to note for all of us out there that it's a journey and there are different stages of self love and there's no wrong and there's no right and everybody's you know, picture and idea of self-love can look really differently. But just, mm-hmm. again, like how beautifully you stated that of self-love is happens in stages. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that gym, y'all, did y'all catch up on that gym? She said that she had the audacity <laughs> to choose herself. <laughs> that is tweetable. Sis. That's funny because I had all <laughs> these notes and I was like, during meditation, I was like, oh, this is the first thing I'm going to say. Yeah. The audacity. Yes, yes, yes. And even the aggression behind that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be so intentional. And sometimes that means being mean, you know, mean in a way other people may take it that way. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily your intention. Um, But, you know, your delivery can't always be so soft with people, especially Mm -hmm. when you're trying to make a point or create a boundary or anything like that. Sometimes it does take a little bit of girth. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, boundaries. We're going to do another episode <laughs> on. We're going to do a whole other episode on boundaries. Um, and so now in your marriage, how do you continue to prioritize? You talked about, like, the importance of self-love before your marriage and how that was a prerequisite, but also, like, within your marriage, navigating different situations and, you know, being useful to those around you. Um do you how do you find yourself navigating and really prioritizing self-love now in your marriage with your partner? So um well, it was not very easy in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um actually it was barely existent mm-hmm. in the beginning of our marriage just because you know, you're having so much fun, you get wrapped up in all the honeymoon phase and you know you're just in a different space yeah um that I forgot about me and you know little things started to happen so um I wasn't keeping the house clean which in turn I I couldn't think clearly in my own home um especially in my workspace um and I was just like you know, overwhelmed with like anger and just kind of stress about dumb little things that really aren't controllable. Mm -hmm. Um, And I completely forgot about the power that I have and how I can enable certain emotions and disable certain emotions. And it's like I lost a sense of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just started spending more time by myself. You know, I communicated with my husband like, you know, I'm not feeling strong here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was no reflection on him or anything he was doing. It was 100% me. And I was distracted from 
being in love and, mm-hmm. you know, mushy. Um, so I just started to spend more time by myself and redoing a lot of those things that I did when I was younger. So like going out by myself and spending more time with my girlfriends and just having more girl time. Mm-hmm. That was a big one and kind of just reintroduced that whole self-love thing. And it's like, and it wasn't that my husband was, oh, you can't do this. Oh, I don't want you to do this or anything like that. It was just where we were. We were just very wrapped up in each other. Yeah. And it was just like the outside world faded. Yeah. Um. So now it is much easier for me to require that time for myself. Um, and it looks really different now, even from like a year ago, mm-hmm. um, which is it's mostly working on my business, which mm-hmm. I'm passionate about, thankfully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I'll focus on that or I'll work out a lot more, mm-hmm. um, sweating and just releasing endorphins keeps my mind completely clear mm-hmm. and a lot more structured and organized. Um, let's see, I cook a lot. That's a relief for me. Mm-hmm. So it really just looks like a lot of things that I enjoy doing um, and the things that I don't enjoy doing. Or if I'm in a space where it's just kind of heavy, mm-hmm. um, remembering that it's just a moment. Mm-hmm. You know, this is not the end all be all. Mm-hmm. It's not the end of the world. You're healthy. Mm-hmm. You're here. You're present. You have love in your life. You know, um, remembering those small things on a daily basis just kind of keeps me in check. Yeah. Um, it brings me back to a place of awareness. Um, but yeah, I, really just in a marriage, I would say that it is still a thousand percent important to put yourself first yeah even if you have kids and I don't have kids but I have seen friends with kids kind of depreciate their um their value of Mm self-love um and then it just in for a temporary time it's fine Mm -hmm. you know they're pouring all this into their children and it's busy and hectic as they get things together um but it it crumbles, yeah. you know, for every single situation that I've seen just because mom is not making enough time for her mm-hmm. um, and spending time away from kids, which is also important. Like alone time is just very crucial for any type of success or self-growth yeah. or any expanding in any relationship. Yeah. I think that's a good... Um... I think that's a good point. You talking about still the value of self-love within a marriage and even as a parent, because I think that, you know, regardless at an, at an early age, soon as children, you know, grace this earth, they are watching and parents are the model. And Mm -hmm. so if we want that for our children, we also have to live, you know, in a space of like self-love if we want them to to have that too. Mhm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, any advice that you would give to um millennials or young folks, young women, young men that are interested in marriage and are on their self-love journey, just any like final things that you want to leave and share with us? 
I think that the most valuable thing I could say um, is to have an uncompromising gold standard for your self-care. Ooh, wait. Can you say that one more time? (laughs) Y'all, take a note. Have an uncompromising gold standard for your self-care. Um, whatever that looks like to you, um, if that's going to the gym or spending more time at home alone or getting that mani-pedi or whatever. I think it's very important to learn to cozy up to being in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, really nailing down the emotions that you're feeling coming up with small words to identify what those feelings are mad angry frustrated sad um happy cheerful you know Mm -hmm. all those things um that will help you identify emotions in crazy situations Mm -hmm. um with like if you're dealing with grief or breakup you know um you you those are vulnerable spaces where a lot of those heavy emotions can take over mm-hmm. and have a lot of judgment on your decisions mm-hmm. so i think that being able to get very comfortable with those weird kind of not so great feelings will help you eliminate reintroducing those feelings Mm -hmm. or allowing them to affect you Mm -hmm. and your entire day or your entire week or Mm -hmm. falling into pits and things like that um you I think it's it's good to be emotionally sound before you enter any relationship so that you can move forward communicating um your intentions and your best interest and your expectations and you're very clear on things like that and it gives you a standard so um, people aren't just walking all over you or you're not um, kind of falling into the desire of somebody and, you know, kind of abandoning your belief system or your morals for kind of like a, a love that feels good in the moment but may not be good long term. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Good. That's good. <laughs> that is good, y'all. I hope that you guys were taking notes on that. Um, we started this off with... Summer's going to be dropping some gems. So hopefully, again, you guys took some notes. But not only that, you share this episode with friends or family or people that you love. You take a couple of notes for yourself um, and things that you can come back to to reflect on. Um, how this, how the meditation made you feel, how this conversation makes you feel. Um, but yeah, jot those things down so that you can have an opportunity to come back to them and share with the people in your life that you love and care about. Um, before we go, I want to, um, again, take a moment to thank you, Summer, for being my very first guest. Welcome. <laughs> um, and just talking about love really briefly. Um, but I also want the listeners to be able to stay connected with you as well. Um, So like I mentioned that Summer is a graphic designer, she is an artist, Um, she has background in marketing and photography and is just 100% a creative. Um, She owns a business called Mediums that I'm absolutely obsessed with Um, (laughs) and so she's going to share some of her handles and things so you guys can keep in touch with her um, and follow her work. Yes, so um, Mediums is my company 
and that is spelled m-e-d-i-u-m-m-s and you can find me on instagram that's kind of the only platform i'm active on yeah yeah i'm with you on that yeah i'm like (laughs) Sometimes I'm like, I'm going to try something else, but, man. I, I, yeah, I keep saying I'm going to expand to Facebook, but that's just a whole different thing. Yeah. <laughs> and your website is coming. Yes. Um. So I, my website is out now. Boom. Um, but relaunching some things, kind of rebranding, which is what I specialize in. Yes. Um, collaborating, rebranding, um, just kind of bringing smaller ideas into a bigger light. Yeah. Um, things like that. For small businesses and entrepreneurs but yeah you can find me at mediums.com boom <laughs> wonderful all right well thank you guys for listening thank you guys for taking out these mindful moments for self-care and self-love and self-value we hope that you are feeling liberated and empowered and valuable and loved and all the things summer thank you again You're welcome i Thanks love for you having girl. me I love yes you. i love you girl <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank you for being here and for being a part of the Living for Synergy family. So let's stay connected. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so that you have access to all of the episodes to come, as well as subscribing to the website, www.livingforsynergy.com, to be added to the mailing list so that you get all of the goods.